Hey, what's going on? Um, today, I want to talk about why it's so important to not just be co-workers with your co-workers, but, but friends as well. Um, if, if you look at the research, um, the data shows that teams where people that work together actually enjoy hanging out with each other and enjoy spending time with each other outside of a work context are actually able to perform at a higher level and offices that have cultures where everyone at the office actually enjoys spending time together and goes out and spends time outside of work well the data shows that these companies perform better as well and um i don't know what your career has been like, but um, in mine, you know, I've worked at companies where I really felt like I didn't connect or fit in with my coworkers. And during those times, I, the, the way I felt when I would come into work was just very different. Um, you know, I, I would come into work and it was, I was at my job and I was expected to behave a certain way and I felt a certain way about the people that work there and I didn't really feel like I fit in, I didn't feel like I had anything in common with the people around me. Um, and I've had jobs like that before and if you're at a job like that, you know, um, it's not the ideal scenario, but know that there are jobs out there um, where you will fit in with the culture and where you will, um, you know, work with people that you actually really feel like you're becoming friends with and that you actually want to hang out with outside of work. And, um, you know, my last company that I was at, Text Recruit, um, that culture was definitely there. I had, uh, I made so many friends there that I still see to this day and still talk to and still call and still hang out with. Um, and, you know, that friendship grew out of work. And at my current, the current company I work at, at Maya, um, you know, it's it's that to an even bigger degree. Like, I really feel that the people I work with, I'm I'm becoming friends with them, and because of that, I just really feel good about coming into the office and seeing everyone. Um, you know, I there there's many days where I just come in and I literally just don't have time to talk to people, and I'm just <laughs> I'm working, I'm locked in until from like 9 a.m. to to 8 p.m. I'm locked in and I'm I'm plugging away and I'm working but just knowing that you know there's people there that I enjoy seeing that I enjoy hanging out with that I have so much in common with and that are just fun good people to be around just makes me feel so good about coming into work and um, I, I think that is really something that um, you know you're not always going to be lucky or fortunate enough in your career to have that and that when you do have that I think it's it's really important to recognize how rare and special it is and to make the most of it and spend time with your coworkers and get to know them and um, even if you're looking at it from just a utilitarian perspective like what can I get out of this how does this benefit me um, again I've looked at some data and it's it's shown that you know, when you're working at startup companies, the people that you are building these close relationships with, you know, granted they, they started in a professional uh, setting, but that the, the relationships there that develop into friendships, um, that's so, so good for your career. Um, because the people at startups, um, by and large, they're, 
you know, and I, I'm not saying this to disparage people that work at large companies. Um, there's lots of really talented, really smart people that work at large companies. Um, but people that work at startups, the opportunities that they'll be able to present you with down the road, they're just different. Um, a lot of these people um, that you meet early in your career, they are going to become, you know, VPs of sales. They're going to become directors of sales. They're going to become directors of engineering, VPs of engineering, VPs of product, VPs of marketing. Um, they are going to join other startup companies, some of them, a lot of them, and they are going to climb to senior leadership roles because... Um, that's what happens when you work at startups for many years and you put in a lot of work. The exposure that you get at a very wide and very uh, top to bottom uh, level in the different functional areas of a company is unparalleled compared to the uh, exposure you get working at a large company. Um, one example in marketing, I have a good, I had a friend um, and she worked at marketing in Adobe. And um, in Adobe, for a marketing team to send an email, the person has to create a proposal document for the email, and it has to pass through about three to seven different people and levels of checks and edits before the email is approved. And writing and creating a single email out to a list is a process that takes three months. Just three months to write and send an email. That is insanity, at least from the perspective that I have at a startup where I literally will write an email in about, in less than five minutes. I time myself. I spend less than five minutes writing an email. There's too much content that needs to be created for me to obsess over an email copy for longer than five minutes. Even five minutes is probably too long. Um, and when you think about the level of learning that you can get, so I can send out an email every day and that'll take me what, I don't know, seven times five, a half hour to create all those emails, right? Hypothetical. I don't actually do this. I send an email once a week, but if I did, and in that same time, someone working at Adobe would have only made one email. He actually, they actually wouldn't have even made a single email, sent it and seen what the results were. And when you, when you look at those two things, um, something that people don't understand about marketing is that a lot of it, um, because it changes so quickly and because trends and consumer behavior change so quickly, if you're not operating in marketing at a really rapid cadence, you aren't learning shit. You're not learning anything. Um, marketing has always been one of, one of the professions and one of the functions in business that is one of the most rapid ones uh, that, that changes in terms of the playbook, in terms of what's effective. So if you spend three months writing a single email, you are just not going, you're not, I mean, I'm not gonna say you're not gonna be able to keep up and you're not gonna be able to stay at the forefront of what actually works in marketing, but you're not going to be able to have enough at-bats to figure out what does work, what doesn't work, and what the best way to engage your audience is. Um, furthermore, the more people that are involved in a creative uh, output, uh, in my in my from my perspective, the worse the output becomes, because the more people you add into the mix, 
in 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 copy where you're where you're having these meetings where like eight people are arguing over one word in a sentence and you're spending two hours talking about this sentence that's that's nonsense because what you have there is you have eight subjective opinions on what the customer thinks and you know who the way that opinion those opinions get managed and formed you know things it's more of a play of like hey like this is my boss I have to respect what they say and do I want to get promoted and you know do I you know like how do I want to it becomes a political experiment uh, copywriting becomes a practice in politics rather than a practice in creating copy that the customer or the consumer the end user is actually going to want to read and that's actually going to engage them and the more people you get involved the more it becomes like that and what, what you really need as a marketer is a direct relationship to the customer and to the lead and the only way to achieve that is to operate in an environment where uh, there's just so much to do that you have enough autonomy to connect straight from your brain to the content to the end consumer uh, the potential customer and then you see the direct result of that in the analytics and through that process, that's the fastest way you learn. And coming full circle to why if you're at a startup and you're a marketer, it's so important to have good relationships with your coworkers, that's what everyone at a startup is doing. I don't know exactly how this maps to engineering or recruiting or sales or product or what have you, but my intuition, my gut, and my experience tell me that it's very, very similar. Now. It, it, what what happens 10 years you know like let's let's look at this long term um, 10 years someone that is going direct brain to consumer and getting feedback and learning every single day versus someone that's going brain to eight you know people that you know um, they have to play a political game to and then three months down the road getting data back from the end user or the consumer who do you think is going to learn faster who do you think is going to be able to iterate faster and be able to take more risks and just figure out the right way to do things faster? My money's on the guy or the gal that's working in the startup that has more autonomy, that has more at-bats and has more um, opportunities to get data direct from interacting, uh, direct from the consumer or the end customer interacting with their content. My money's on that person every single time. And extrapolating that across the organization to startup my money is on all of those people at a startup learning faster than their equivalents at larger companies and because of that my money's on them getting more opportunities my money's on them becoming better leaders over time and my money's on them just being able to deliver more opportunities to their friends colleagues coworkers. and because of that if you're at a startup and you're able to create good relationships with people which to be honest, you should be able to create good relationships with almost anyone at any company because, you know, if the company is a good company, if you guys are doing well, most likely the culture is great. You know, the culture is probably pretty damn good. You know, even the companies I've been at that have had quote unquote bad cultures, I've still found good people at those companies. So there's always good people out there and you can always connect with them. And if you're at a startup and you're connecting with the people around you, chances are these people down the road are going to be in some sort of leadership position. And if you have a real meaningful relationship with them, chances are that, hey, if time comes for them to hire a, look for a VP of sales 10 years down the road at the startup they're at, 
who do you think they're gonna think of? They're gonna think of you. Time comes for them to hire a VP of engineering. Who do you think they're gonna wanna refer to the founder? They're gonna refer to you. So, you know, your career in, in startups, it's, it's one part execution. How good are you? How hard are you willing to work? How well are you willing to execute? The other part is just human. It's human. It's, are you a human being? You know, like, do you care about the people that work around you? Do you want to like be friends with them? Do you think they're cool? Do you, do you want to build bigger relationships with them? Do you want to give them value? And if the answer to those questions is yes, then I think you can bet on 10x that value coming back to you later on in your career. So, you know, um, work at startups and, um, I think you'll make, you'll meet great people working at startups. You might have to kiss a few frogs before you hit your princes, but, or your princesses rather. Uh, and, um, you know, just kiss those frogs and, um, you know, know it's eventually you're going to get to a good place. Um, and let's, let's end it there. Um, I'll see you guys next time.